Welcome to The Higher Drive. I'm Mark David. Unlike many experts, I've personally navigated the tough job-seeking terrain, not as an MBA or coach, but as someone who's felt the challenges firsthand. Here, we'll share real-life insights, tips, and tools, all in bite-sized episodes tailored for your busy life. Let's make your job journey a little easier together. Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Mark David. I want to welcome you to The Higher Drive, and this podcast at least this welcome introduction is going to be a little bit different than the rest. It might be a little bit longer only because I want to sort of set some expectations here. Every once in a while, I might outsource my voice to my trusty digital assistant, but rest assured, every word you hear is directed and scripted by yours truly. And what I'm here to do is inform, engage, inspire, and answer your most pressing job questions. And I'll try to keep each episode as brief as possible. But again, for certain things like this, when I want to welcome you, it's going to be a little bit different. This job market is drastically different than when I started in 2018. And without giving away too much detail, because you can read that in the the foreword of the book, uh, Zero to Hired, I really was extremely excited when my career shifted in 2018 at the same time. I was also really, really freaked out. I didn't know what to do. I had a resume because I was kind of looking, you know, dabbling around looking to see what else was out there. But I really didn't understand the market. I hadn't been interviewing for several years. I had not been networking whatsoever. And I had no idea what to expect. And I'm going to be honest with you, it was both exhilarating and it was really scary. And a lot of the experiences I had were a lot of highs and a lot of really low lows, uh, disappointing, being ghosted, thinking you're getting a job, you're not getting a job. It was pretty terrible. And it wasn't a great market when I was looking in 2018. It was okay, but it wasn't great. And now as I'm even doing this podcast in 2023, it's probably going to date it. It is even worse. There are tools you can use to make it better and get yourself out there. And that is exactly what the book and the podcast are designed to do is to help you navigate that because it is a lot easier. It's also a lot worse because there's just a lot more competition and it's a lot harder to be seen. And all these tips and tricks and things that you hear, I'm going to try to help you unpack those and understand it. One of the things that makes this podcast or at least this book and the whole thing is different is I was a job seeker. I mean, I was in the position of, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know where to start. I just have a resume and then I go submit it to job portals. That's kind of where I came from. And I had to learn a lot of hard truths along that way. And that's why I want to help you out so that you don't have to learn those in the same capacity that I did. Everybody has a different journey, but hopefully you won't have to struggle as much as I did. A lot of the podcasts that I do listen to geared around that are MBAs and career coaches. And these people, their business is that. Uh, My business was not. My business was getting myself another job. I was not a career coach. I did not pay anybody to help me out with career coaching. Luckily, I did get some career coaching from the previous place of employment, which sort of helped. But it's a little bit old school, but it still helped. Anything helps at that point. And if you're listening to this right now, 
we are going to dive into some of these things. So here's how I'm going to lay out the podcast for you. Things are going to change as we go along the way. I'm going to add in episodes. I may rename an episode, but generally it's going to be this. We're going to start with episode one of laying the foundation. And that's just talking about the evolution of the job market, the role of technology. What is this applicant tracking system, ATS thing people are talking about, and then preparing for that journey ahead. Then in episode two, we're going to talk about LinkedIn Unleashed. How are we going to optimize, optimize your LinkedIn profile and why does it matter? So the importance of that, the key components of an effective profile, networking on LinkedIn, not something I like, but something probably you should do. And LinkedIn job search tips. How do you find jobs that match your profile that you're generally qualified for and you're generally interested in? Because LinkedIn is a great search engine. Then we're going to go off with uh, episode three, which is resume rehab. We're going to talk about building a better resume, the layout and design, crafting the effective job descriptions, incorporating keywords, avoiding some common resume mistakes. And let me tell you, with, <clears throat> with ChatGPT4 uh, or any of the other AI models that are out there, this has really been a huge game changer. You can take an okay resume that kind of showcases what you've done at different places and you can use AI to make it look really good. I mean, I'm talking stuff that you would pay someone probably about 500 plus dollars to do. You can now do online for free and make it look really good. Whether you're just going to have it right for you or you're going to use other job descriptions, we're going to talk about that. So you've kind of got this assistant by your side. And that is what the premise of the book is. Zero to hired, job hunting in the AI age. You have this digital assistant now that is not gimmicky, that can help you in a capacity that you would normally have to have somebody coach you or you would pay for that service or a trusted advisor, all those things. It's there and it is a complete game changer. And yes, I am still even in this looking around, testing out all these theories to see if they're still true. And they're even more true than they were before. Episode four, we're going to talk about cover letters. So the art of writing the cover letter, what's the purpose, the structure, the personalization of each letter for each application, and cover letter do's and don'ts. Again, it makes it so much easier with the tools that are out there. You are not sitting down, literally writing a cover letter for each job. You are crafting it quickly to make sure that the job description, what these people want you to do is something that you can do. And then you're gonna showcase quickly how you can do it. And as far as covers letters go, hey, it's so easy to do that if it's free to write and a job portal says, do you wanna upload one? The answer is always yes, because you don't know who's going to read it. I have come from both sides and heard on both sides, recruiters and hiring managers alike, that some people say, I go right to that person's LinkedIn profile. I look at that because that's your resume and I don't care about your resume or your cover letter. And I've also heard, hey, if a cover letter is there and they've included it, I'm absolutely going to read it. So the point of that, you should always write one and you should always include it because you don't know who's going to read it and what that will or won't get you. And we're going to cover those do's and don'ts. And it's super simple, so don't be freaked out about it. Episode 5 Interview intricacies. So we're going to master the job interview. We're going to prepare for different types of interviews, common interview questions and how to answer them, body language and communication skills, and post-interview follow-ups. 
I'm going to go to episode six, which is the networking know-hows, and that's building your professional relationships. So understanding the importance of networking, strategies for effective networking, online networking versus in-person networking, and nurturing professional relationships. I will tell you personally, I was absolutely, absolutely terrible at episode number six when I started back in 2018. I had no network. I didn't have a LinkedIn network. I didn't have anything. So that whole thing about, well, you got to know someone to get your next job. I, I thought that was true. That's not true at all. You do not have to know anybody to get your job. You do not have to have a network to get your job. Yes, it makes it easier. It would have been awesome. It didn't happen. And if you don't have a network, no worries. You're going to build one after this. But if you don't have one, that is not a showstopper for you. I had zero network when I landed my next gig. Uh, I loved it. It's a fresh start. But the point is, you do not have to have a network. Uh, however, <laughs> once you start doing this, you are going to be building that work and you are not going to make the same mistake I did, which is not having a network going forward. You will be networking. Even if you're happy in your career, that's totally fine. You're not going to put that in the back burner and let it go. Episode seven is perseverance pays off and that's dealing with job frustrations, coping with job search fatigue, dealing with rejection, maintaining a positive mindset, balancing job hunting with self-care, majorly important. Uh, in my own personal job search, uh, very targeted, but still 84 resumes, which is way more than I thought I would ever have to do. And now it's off the hook for what people say they're doing. And that was seven months for me. There was a lot of job search fatigue. There was a lot of ups. There was a lot of downs. Uh, there was a lot of frustrations where I thought I was going to get something. I didn't get something. I didn't hear back from somebody. Uh, it, it isn't great. And so it is really important for that self-care and understanding what rejection is, how do you deal with that, and maintaining that positive mindset and not quitting. It all does matter. And then we're going to talk about episode eight, which is negotiation necessities, salary and benefits negotiation, understanding your market value, timing of salary negotiations, effective negotiation strategies, considering a total compensation package. Episode nine will be first impressions count, and that's starting a new job successfully. So preparing for your first day, navigating that workplace culture, building relationships with new colleagues and setting and achieving early goals. And finally, episode 10, which is career development decoded, and that's pursuing long-term career growth. So understanding your career paths and ladders, pursuing professional development opportunities, building a personal brand, very important, and preparing for future job changes. So those are just some of the episodes that I've laid out that I'm hoping that we can do. And they'll be short. They'll be relatively short, 20 to 40 minutes. And if you ever have any questions, you're going to be able to do that. It's going to be in the intro and the outro where you can ask these questions. So the episode layouts will hopefully stay the same, but I'll be adding some in between those episodes and then adding to those. I kind of want to keep this fluid because the job market's constantly changing and how you're doing things is constantly going to change. So what I thought would be a rather interesting way to, to start this off and end it also is read the introduction to Zero to Hired Job Hunting in the AI Age. And that's available in Kindle and Amazon in a printed edition. But what I want to do is just read the introduction to the book. There's a lot in this book. There's a lot of how-tos and how do you go about doing these things and how do you use these platforms. There's a forward and acknowledgement. I really wanted to write something 
everything that I went through in 2018, and I wanted to write it out and put it down on paper so that when my friends came to me and they had career changes, they could get a really, really good start on how to tweak the resume, tweak the cover letter, what tools, what extensions they need to put into their browsers, and how do they go about applying for jobs so it's a quick process that they do. So it becomes their machine when it comes to getting a job and getting past all the hurdles of not understanding how to do things and not having to spend hundreds of dollars and spending you know month-long courses on LinkedIn. It's made to be a quick start process, especially when something is so frustrating. So the introduction is, advancements in technology have made it simpler than ever to apply for numerous jobs, but this also means it's become increasingly challenging to stand out among the competition. Applicant tracking systems, ATS, now play a critical role in the hiring process, with various systems used by different companies. In fact, it's likely that your resume won't be thoroughly reviewed by a human until you're sitting in the interview chair. I do know that from first-hand experience. Toss in artificial intelligence or machine learning, and the game that I played just got a lot harder and a lot easier, if that makes any sense. And it will. From this point forward, your mission is to enhance your LinkedIn profile, craft a more effective resume, and become a master at identifying opportunities and acting or acing interviews. With this guidance, you'll be well on your way to achieving your career goals or at least landing a job to pay the bills. Now, in the past, you had to pay for a career coach, pay for a resume, apply slowly and methodically, or take a shotgun approach to everything, sit through phone screens and some interviews and just hope for an offer. And that's if you weren't highly sought after or had some insider get you a job. It does happen. It didn't happen with me. Now you have ChatGPT, along with others that can pretend to be your career coach or help you rewrite or entirely write your resume and your cover letter, and in some cases, apply for the jobs for you. Uh, yeah, I'm testing out a service, and it, it does do that. All you do is phone screen an interview, albeit more than a few, and eventually you get a, you know, you get a fit and you land a position. And in some cases, in a few weeks, in my case, it was a few months. So there's good news and there's bad news. So basically gone are the days of a quick interview, a smile and a handshake, some random you know, questions and talking about money. Hey, glad to have you. See you on a Monday. No, unless you're a CEO as a golden parachute, in which case you aren't reading this book anyway. So those days are gone. So gone are the days of quitting on a Friday and you have 20 offers by noon on Monday. That was not my case. So here are the days of hiring managers not wanting to take a chance. Uh, think of it like a dating website where they're good, but let's see what else is out there. No rush, plenty of fish in the sea, and there are plenty. And here are the days of unprofessional recruiters grabbing your name and resume ASAP to fire off to some unknown desk, and then you'll never be heard from again. They'll say whatever it is to get you so that you know they can look busy. And to be fair, it's an opportunity you know you want and you should do whatever you need to do to get past the gatekeeper and in front of the hiring manager. That is your job. You have to get past the gatekeepers. So here are the days of multiple phone screens, long hours, long on-sites, remote interviews with the team, and weeks of waiting to hear back if you hear back, commonly called ghosting. Your time expectations are nowhere in the realm uh, you know, of the other side. A day, to, a day to you feels like an eternity, whereas to them you're just a blip on the radar, a name in a stack. Occasionally, these interviews ask for things like a full marketing plan or other things that might they might actually use. But then again, they're just probably using you for free labor in that case. 
And here are the days of gatekeepers who have no clue what the hiring manager wants, and certainly no idea what you're talking about. But if you use the right buzzwords, you can get past them. And occasionally you'll run across the job description and somebody knew what they wanted. I kind of call that a unicorn role. And that's where it says, whatever it says you're going to do, that's what you actually do. Very rare, can happen. So how long does it take? So maybe after a month, if you got major bonus points, like a veteran status, you know, plus in the area, that's that's critical. They need qualified people like yourself. Or maybe 17 plus, plus months if you're older, uh, ageism or zero. A highly competitive market, uh, command a large salary, lateral moves, terrible resumes, can't interview, etc. So it'll possibly it's going to be faster for you. It doesn't matter because really it's pedal to the metal until you find a fit. So it doesn't mean anything if it takes much longer. It says nothing about you. Remember, this is something just because you've been linking for over three months and you start to think it's you. I would say in about 90% of the cases or higher, if you're serious about career hunting and you're putting forth the effort and you've got a top-notch resume and a LinkedIn presence, it's not you. So it took, like I said, it took me seven months of dedicated focus searching, 84 targeted job applications to land one serious offer. But more recently, I worked with a client and it took 37 days and 48 targeted job applications to land three serious offers. Uh, and that happened because I kind of knew what to do at that point. And so I started utilizing what I was writing about and putting into the book with this other person. And it was much quicker. So that is zero to hired in a really fast capacity. Now, I had several phone screens and seven on sites and all those, you know, foreign, it was very foreign to me. Uh, and many of them were multiple people taking up half a day to a full day. But if you keep reading, those experiences will shape you and they're going to give you insight to the next interview and make you more comfortable, less anxious and nervous, and eventually you'll be the perfect person for the position. Going into an interview and getting and going through all that pain, it's a two-way street. They're there to see if you're the person for the job and to fit. You're also there to learn about what those questions are and how you can prepare for the next interview so that you can get more comfortable doing it. So it's absolutely not a loss for you to spend your time interviewing. Now, for me, I tell most people, in my opinion, it felt more like I was going for auditions and an actual job interview because I had to figure out what those people across from me wanted in a candidate and then to be that person. So they knew nothing about me, and it's up to me to convince them otherwise. So your job is to convince these people that you're the person for this role. So... What we're going to talk about in the book is navigating the John Lab job landscape and capitalizing on career opportunities, creating a first, you know, powerful first in position, positioning yourself for success, building confidence and resilience. And I will say the four things that you're going to do from here on out are you will become a professional at seeking, you will become an expert at interviewing, you will socially engineer your way in and you will become a good storyteller. That is what you are going to do. And the very first step, I've got to say this. <clears throat> if you have no idea what you wish to pursue, then it will be impossible to move forward. So if you're sitting in a job now that you don't like and you don't know what it is that you want to do, or if you want to transition out of your current position into something new, you want to make a lateral transfer, or you want to go into a totally new different career, you've got to figure out what it is that you want to do. Because 
when somebody asks like, Hey, what do you want to do? You're going to say, I'm a cybersecurity engineer. I'm information security engineer. So there's resources in the book on how to pick a career. And I want to say it in bullet points. If you cannot pick something you want to do, if you cannot point to a single LinkedIn profile and think that's what I want to do, here's how it doesn't work. You can't pick a background image for LinkedIn. You can't pick a title. You can't start to write a job description. It is impossible for you to start to craft what it is that you want to do if you don't know what it is that you want to do. And then everything else in that entire thing that I wrote about in the book doesn't work. When I went into this, I knew I want to go into information security. So then I had to start crafting a resume and LinkedIn and getting all the different things that I'd done in my career to make people understand when they were talking to me, this is something that I could do. But I had to know that initially, right? I had to know this is what I want to do. Doesn't mean it's the only thing you have to do in your entire life. But if you're going to write a title on LinkedIn, you kind of have to know what it is that you want to do. So we're going to go through that in the book. It's in the very beginning of it because it's chapter one, which is uh, sort of important, which is understanding your career goals. Now, if you know that, you're going to quickly skip through chapter one. I would say I would recommend rereading it to level up. But if you're sure, you can move on. So that is a welcome to this podcast. It's also a companion to the book, which goes through this. And it's everything that I went through when I was looking for my own career of how to obtain one in a market that I think is making it harder to get positions because there's more competition. There's uh, the use of artificial intelligence or machine learning now. So if you take two people side by side and someone has a really good resume and you have a really good resume and they're looking for and seeking positions and they're applying directly to company websites and they're using LinkedIn to find those and they're using artificial intelligence or machine learning to go and apply for those jobs too, they're going to do a lot better for you or they're going to do a lot better than you because it's a numbers game, right? At the end of the day, if all those things are true, that you have a good resume and you are a career fit and everything is working out for you, it is a numbers game. And so the person who can do more numbers quickly in, in a targeted position, targeted resumes, that is, they're going to probably do better. They're going to get themselves out there. And that is what this book is about. And that is what this podcast is about, is how to help you because it is an extremely frustrating situation to be in a position and feel that way, especially if you don't know what's next for you. It's not, it didn't make me feel good and I don't want other people to feel that way. So that's what we've taken in this book. That's what I've written, put this all together to help you figure out where you need to go. So with that, I welcome you to this podcast. We'll be going along hopefully at a decent pace. And if you have any questions, you're going to get all the info in that outro. And I will see you in the next episode. And that wraps up another episode of The Higher Drive. Remember, every no is a step closer to that yes you've been waiting for. Stay persistent, stay motivated, and most importantly, believe in yourself. If today's episode resonated with you, please tell your friends and hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss a beat. Have questions or need some personalized advice? shoot me an email at mark, M-A-R-C, at justaskmark.com. And if you haven't already, check out the Zero to Hired book available on Kindle and paperback. 
To learn more and sign up for our free newsletter, visit justaskmark, that's markwithac.com forward slash zero to hired. Until next time, keep driving forward and make your job seeking journey count.